Welcome to episode 42 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week we're going to be talking about what we've been watching. Uh, we're going to be talking about some WWE stuff, um, some controversial branding. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to talk about uh, gauging quarterbacks and some of the March Madness and whether we're into it as much as we normally are. Um, you know, and then lastly, I guess we'll talk about, uh, talk about some great things in Orlando and, uh, you know, people just <laughs> fucking crumbling under pressure. But first. start with what we've been watching Mm -hmm. and as someone who hasn't really fucking watched anything right Mm -hmm. i'm gonna just i want to touch on a couple random things i have and then we can go into your more substantial point yeah Um, so the first thing is actually did you get a chance to watch the video i sent you uh you know tuesday with the rock yeah with the rock Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right so my dad showed me this, um, and it killed me. Because, first of all, like, the WWE is so terrible at a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that fucking clip with The Undertaker. And the fucking, and the fucking, uh, guys coming running out. The, yeah, like, yeah, oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. And the terrible Kurt Angle shit. Mm-hmm. So, somewhere in, in the creative, right? In their, their creative section... They were like, who are two of our most likable people? And they were like, well, a lot of people like The Rock. And a lot of people like Mankind. Mm -hmm. And they were like, hmm, how can we fit these two people that have absolutely fucking nothing to do with each other? Mm -hmm. Like, you cannot tell me that there's any, like, connective tissue other than the name. There can't be. Like, like, what is the overlap? Like, <laughs> you have a heavy set, not cool looking dude who's got a mask on his face and he wears a sock on his hand to attack people. Like, how do you mix that with The Rock? And they were like, I don't know, we'll just call it The Rock and Sock Connection. <laughs> how can you be so simultaneously awful to come up with that idea? Mm. And then also great to come up with that name. Because it is one of the best names I've ever heard. I mean, just to be like... I think when I when you asked me if I'd heard of them, I was like, I thought it was like the Rockin' Sock'em. Or it's like Rock'em and Sock'em or something like yeah. that. And it's like, if you're the guy like at, at headquarters, you're like, holy shit, like that's it. Like that, we got it. We cracked, <laughs> the, we cracked the, the nickname. Rockin' Sock, I got it. Um, But the, the, my dad's the one that showed me this. And the, the couple things I want to go over is that like, Mick Foley, like, sells it perfectly, right? Because he, he just lets it sit, right? He's like, he's like, but I didn't say I was coming alone. And then just lets it sit for a second, and the crowd's like, what the fuck is going on? The second thing is, the rock the rock thing starts, right? It's like, if you smell... Mm-hmm. The crowd goes apeshit, bro. <laughs> right. It's like one of those great, like, alt... Like, I think his... 
theme song and uh, Stone Cold are very similar in that with the they... glass shattering and they're like it's yeah. just like <laughs> such a it's such a like loud and aggressive start. You know right. what I mean? There's Ye- no confusing it for anything else. There's exactly. no like what is that? Like there's none of that. It's if and you're like oh that's the rock and then you mm-hmm. and you're like oh that's Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah. I always see like pizza. It's like you know, you still have a Pavlovian response to hearing glass shatter. You're like, oh shit, who's gonna get their ass kicked? <laughs> exactly. And so again, you just hear if you smell, crowd goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Bro, why does the rock come running out at three thousand miles per hour trying to break the speed barrier? <laughs> My man is fucking gunning it. First of all, uh-huh. the first time my dad showed it to me, I was like. Oh, he's going to hit his legs on the fucking ring and tear up like the Vince. squads like Vince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw there was that TikTok about that. Or somebody made it. I think it was a TikTok about explaining what happened in that moment. And it was like, bro, here's what's crazy. They both uh, fell out. Have you seen that video where the, the guy summarizes what happened with Vince McMahon? And no, the, so, I don't think I have. So the video... Um, is this guy talking about how at the 2005 Royal Rumble, the last two guys standing were Batista and John Cena. And the way it was supposed to be was that I think Batista was supposed to knock John Cena off, or either way, one of the other one was going to throw the other one off the top rope. But somebody fucked up a move, and they both went over at the exact same time. Now, they were lucky because they both literally land at the exact same time outside. And it looks Mm -hmm. great because then the refs... The SmackDown refs are like John Cena won. The Raw refs are like Batista won, right? And right. so, but it, it looks like it's real because they both landed at the exact same time. I think if it would have been like, like a, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, if they, I think if it would have been like bang and then bang, it would have been like, wait, this is clearly a, a fix because one of them fell out. But then Vince McMahon comes out fucking cursing, yelling up a storm, yeah. dude. He's Doing got a jacket. super wide stance. Yes, yes. And he's like throwing his jacket and he like, he, he's... <laughs> fucking losing his shit and then he runs down you know goes to slide into the ring hits his his knees i think or his legs both of them tears both his quads he tries to stand up and the dude just like that's like just buckle and he's just like oh shit and he just stands there pissed like like uh, like sitting yeah, cross sitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like oh, oh, oh and he's like you know what uh just i think they end up doing they it just again. restart the match they restarted like the I mean, match will be restarted or whatever the fuck yeah and i think batista ends up winning but yeah, that, I thought that was so funny because, like, I didn't watch that one, but it's so funny. He just comes out running and fucking tears both of his quads. You know, I, think, I think they show footage of him, like, having to be carried out of the ring. That's amazing. You know that had to be, like, the most awful pain, right? Like, when he goes to stand up afterwards, mm-hmm. and he's just like, ah, and he's just like, you watch him crumple, like, as yep. he tries to stand. That's got to hurt so bad. So, there's that. Then the the first thing The Rock does is immediately start beating the shit out of old ass fucking Ric Flair, and then he hits the fucking Ric Flair strut, kills. Oh me. yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, I think the last thing was like he fucking the announcing is so terrible and great. Like uh, mankind like throws Batista over the ropes, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, like, hits Randy Orton, I think. Randy Orton's, like, turning around. And fucking Mankind puts the sock on his hand. And the fucking announcer's like, Oh, my God! It's Mr. Socko! It's Mr. Socko! It's, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And then also, <laughs> The Rock then follows with the people's elbow. Which mm. is the, again, another version of, like, the most terrible and amazing thing ever. Mm. Right? Because it's just a fucking elbow drop. It's nothing. But, like... 
the buildup is so ridiculous, right? You know what I mean? So he does it, and like, and it's just as he's doing it, they're like, it's the most electrifying move in sports entertainment history. <laughs> it's so hilarious. It kills me so much. So good. Oh, God. That clip is amazing, and I'm going to post it. Yeah. Um, the other thing was, and mm-hmm. I just gave you a link, like, literally five minutes before this started. Yeah. And the Michigan State University basketball team is are, are now, what is it, the Spartans? Officially. Officially, the, like, MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> Bro. You gotta be shitting me. Like, people were already like, I don't know about this, when they were talking about putting patches on jerseys in the NBA. They were like, what if we put a little GE in the corner? And people were like, get that shit the fuck out of here. Yeah. They ended up doing it anyways, and it's not a big deal. But then to go from that to fucking, like, yo, every time there's an NFL fucking thing, you know how they have, like, the, um, like the defensive lineman will say where they're from, and they're like the Ohio State yeah, University, uh-huh, uh-huh. the Michigan State Spartans, presented by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's fucking nuts! Like I, I'm looking at the the link right now, and like it's just crazy because you like Michigan State doesn't need this, right? right? Like, like so, like so, you know, there's like the the true blue bu- blue bloods who are like you know Kansas, UCLA, UNC, Duke. And Kentucky, right? right? And then below that are like the close, like the approximate ones. It's just like Indiana, Connecticut, and I would say, or uh, who else? Michigan, Arizona, State's maybe a little right bit. But I would say Michigan State is right there. They're like the next. They're like the next up. Like every time that I mean, I know they haven't won since two thousand, but never like bad. every time that they're mentioned, it's like they're basketball royalty. I mean, Izzo is you know one of the all time right. greats, and so they don't need this, right? Like they right. Why would you do this? Right, like, like this. Who's this the... isn't Oregon State, or this isn't you know Iowa State, or you know some some team that goes you know eighteen and seventeen every season. How it's got to be such an ignorant amount of money, right? Like, there's no way oh. Michigan State is doing this for some unsubstantial amount, right? No, no. Like you said, like if it was like a a, a normal human amount, it would probably been like you know on the jerseys or. Right. The arena, or I don't know who else, uh, the court, the Rocket Mortgage court, or the, 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 the warm ups would have been Rocket Mortgage warm ups, not the whole actual literal team being renamed. <laughs> we are the... Yo, I wish all the jerseys you bought now had that. Like, I wish it said like Spartans, and then in like fine print underneath it was like presented by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the little fucking rocket under it. That's gotta be God. Who, I mean, I guess Michigan, right? Like, Michigan's a rival with Michigan State. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, this has to be the best news you've ever heard if you're Michigan, right? Like, you gotta, like, a Michigan fan, you're like, oh, bro, I'm roasting every fucking Michigan State fan. <laughs> I, I mean, like, if Duke, absolutely. If absolutely. Duke came out and had, also, could there be a more swaggerless sponsor than Rocket Mortgage, bro? Yeah. And they're you could like, be sponsored by Coca Cola, and it'd be like, I think it's dumb, but like, at least it's not fucking a finance, like a mortgage finance company, bro. Get out of here! Oh my god! Yeah, yes, yes, and and like, it, it, yeah, I just don't really know even what to think right now because it's like it makes no sense. Like, I mean, I mean, I guess with like you said, like with the money, it must have been insane. So that makes it make sense. Apparently, but... Dan Gilbert, who owns Rocket Mortgage. 
Mm-hmm. I, well, he owns Quicken Loans, and Rocket Mortgage is a part of Quicken Loans. I think he's a MSU alum, so that probably has a little... I don't know how much say that has, but it has to matter somewhere, right? Okay, yeah. The North Carolina Tar Heels presented by Jordan. <laughs> hey, that... Not nearly as bad. You said that, and I was like, well, hold on. <laughs> well, at least that actually, you know, they do basketball shit, right? Let me think of another alum that makes something. Oregon fucking by Nike, the alum. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like, actually nah. pretty cold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's what's like a loser dork alum <laughs> of something? Like the Papa John. Oh, I guess like the the, Air, the Louisville Cardinals presented by Papa John's. It's like, presented oh. by... Uh, what, what am I looking for? Like, um, ins- insensitivity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, it just, I, it, I, my, I, money must have been fucking nuts, like you said. Dan Gilbert's like, I'm tired of LeBron hating me. I'm going to buy something huge. Like, give me the biggest thing I can buy. Oh, I'll rename my alma mater's, alma mater's team after my company. <sighs> Bro. It's just, you got to find something better. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, like, Jordan, Nike, like, those are cool. Like, if you're going to do this, it, come on, bro, it can't be Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> like, I don't... Sponsored by Trojan Condoms. Right there. there you go. Although, I guess that would be more USC. What has, a, what has the Spartan... What has the Spartan, like, mascot? Condoms. There's that great ad I always see. They always have it in the compilation for best, like, design logos. And yeah. it's it's like a Spartan golfing or something, and it's like a lady swinging a golf club, and the the lady swinging the golf club makes the shape of a Spartan's face. It's like one of the coolest designs I've ever seen. Really, like when they that, cracked that it, they must have been like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I, it's just the most ridiculous thing. And then Tom Izzo says it would be an uh, like their sponsorship will be an asset to us as we compete for championships. How, bro? It will absolutely not be an asset. It will be a detriment because nobody, yo, because now it's going to be a part of your pitch, your recruiting pitch, right? If you want to come play for the Michigan State Spartans, and he's like, sponsor my Rocket Mortgage? No, I don't. Thank you. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, I'm not going there, bro. <laughs> also, I mean, nobody they... even likes Dan Gilbert, bro. It's not even like, bro, you could be the fucking ass. I don't know where the fuck he graduated from. It could be ridiculous, right? Let's. I, you're the fucking UNC Tar Heels sponsored by fucking Tesla. You know what I mean? Like if Elon right. Musk went to UNC, and you'd be like, "This sounds stupid," but there's got to be some kid that's like, "Well, Tesla's kind of dope. Maybe I can somehow finagle my way in." You know what I mean? Like right, like, right. Uh, Rocket Mortgage, bro. You gonna give me a good fucking? <laughs> give, give me a, me a free house I'm taking out of here? Nah, no, you don't even get me the house. They don't even do houses. They just finance. Like, you gonna give me a good rate, bro? You... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! You gonna help me refinance on my shit? Um, yo, that's part of the pitch. They're like trying to get the parents to convince them to come. We're like, we'll refinance your house. And <laughs> it's like you have to make the need... similar payments, but there'd just be a little bit less. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Fucking uh, Duke brings a duffel bag of cash, and this is the best you can do. <laughs> Like, well, look, but if you if you change your savings out over 30 years, <laughs> it will equal the bag of cash, okay? Uh, uh, oh, Jesus. All right. So, Thanks. sorry. What you've been watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no worries. God, it's just... Ridiculous. It's such a I... random, like, 
out of control thing yeah. to all of a sudden happen. Maybe by yeah, maybe by the time that we post this, like we'll know the money and we'll be like we'll put a little addendum at the beginning and be like, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, before we recorded this, we did not know the same <laughs> amount of money that these people were getting. We'd like to retract everything we said. <laughs> no, fuck that, because I guarantee the students are getting a single <laughs> fucking dime of it. So fuck That's that. That's true. That's true. It's They're true. the ones out there looking like assholes playing for the team that's sponsored by Rocket. Yeah, Rockets. if that's the official team name, then I'm gonna have to see the like jerseys. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. I I imagine the jerseys are good. Hey, see, here's where's where's in the line, because if you're Rocket Mortgage, if you make this deal, you want your name to be said in conjunction with Michigan State, right? Right. So like. The announcers probably aren't going to say it because it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. The jerseys probably won't say it. You know what I mean? Like, like that that seems like a stretch to, like, literally type it out on the jerseys. Man. Fuck, bro. If it said Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage and then at the very bottom, like, like where it's tucked in, like, mm-hmm. if, a, if, a, if a player's jersey ever came untucked and it's just the super fine print where it's like, Rocket Mortgage is a trademark. <laughs> <laughs> I will die. Like if they pull the jersey out and then all of a sudden you just see a bunch of white fine print, I I would be so happy. Um, but like, so clearly it's gonna have to be like every time Tom Izzo is at a press conference and it's answering questions, he's gonna have to say it, right? Because mm-hmm. if the announcers aren't gonna do it and it's not on the jerseys, which I don't think it will be, like the players definitely aren't gonna say it. Like get the fuck out of here. So like mm-hmm. it's it's got to be the coach. Like every time Tom Izzo talks about it, he's gonna be like, "Well, you know, <laughs> we have a great culture here in Michigan State. You know, you know what it means to be a Spartan presented by Rocket Mortgage." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! All right, so I see yeah. on here that you finished Resident Evil Four. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, but I, I want to do the, the movie real oh, quick okay. just because I um. This will be a quick one, too. So this weekend, I watched uh, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. And so this is a new comedy by uh, Kristen Wiig. And I I didn't get her, her writing partner's name. But they wrote Bridesmaids Together, um, okay. which is one of my all-time favorite comedies. And um, they were nominated for an Oscar. And it is Annie uh, Momolo. Okay. And so the reason I rented this one, because um, it's on VOD, is because I saw people on Twitter talking about it like all the time for like the last two or three weeks. Okay. About how hilarious it was and how fucking funny it was, and it was just like the funniest thing they'd seen in forever. And I, um, overall, I liked it. I thought maybe it, it's it's pretty good for what it is, but I think it's one of those things where, kind of like, um. Sometimes movies or TV shows, they're good on their own, but then be- people hype them up so much that when you watch them, you're like, what the fuck was that? And then, you know, there's always a backlash toward it. And I right. try to avoid that because I know that the intention wasn't to be the funniest thing ever. It was just to make a nice, good comedy. And so uh, the movie's about um, these two women in their 40s who are sort of just like these quirky housewives who talk like this, you know? Okay. Gee okay. whiz. Uh, like fucking um, uh, Bob Burgers, uh, his wife. Yeah, Linda. Yes, yes. It's like two. Imagine two Lindas who are a little bit different from one another, just like a little bit. But it's two Lindas, and they're like, you know, we gotta get away. We gotta get out of this life. This is, you know, we gotta live. And so they both go to this resort in Florida called uh, Vista Del Mar. And then from there, that's when the hijinks ensue. But I would say the closest thing in its DNA to this, and I've seen people mention this as well, is Austin Powers. 
Oh boy. Where um, it goes places and it does things that are a little bit off kilter that you don't expect that kind of are a little bit surreal that are just kind of go like, huh, that was, that was bizarre. Like little musical moments. I would say probably also like, I guess Anchorman is another one that's close. Uh, Hot Rod, Hot Rod. I would okay. say those three are probably the movies that are the closest where, you know, in that scene in Hot Rod where they're, you hear the music and they're, you know, gearing up. Have you, you've seen Hot Rod, Hot Rod, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, when they're all walking and the music's playing, they're like, fuck yeah, this is awesome, and he's walking. And then the people start walking behind them and they start singing the song, and then yeah. it breaks into chaos and they all start beating the shit out of each other, and it's yeah. a riot. So, and they're like, oh my god, what did we what do? What was that? It was just singing. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's like that, that kind of comedy. Okay. Um, And so I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't the funniest thing I'd seen in forever. It wasn't this hilarious comedy. It wasn't like a, a game changer. Like I'd seen some people mention on Twitter, but it is funny. And I would say, um, I don't know if it's worth the VOD. Um, I rented it because it was me and, and a, a few other friends in Sydney. And so I felt comfortable paying that because, you know, we all, more than just me and Sydney got I got to watch it. Right. Um, but I would say if it's just you watching it or somebody in, like you and your partner watching it, I would say wait until it's on something where it's quote, quote, free, like Hulu or Netflix or HBO Max or whatever. Um, but definitely check it out if you get a chance to, because I think it is pretty funny, but it's not like the funniest fucking thing ever. Oh my God, I'm pissing. I have to, I saw somebody say that they had to pause because they were laughing so hard and rewind it. I don't know what they were talking about because I, <laughs> that, that part never happened. Like I was never like, Oh God, I can't breathe or dying laughing. I was just like, that was pretty funny. Like there's some good jokes. I'm trying um, to think of like, what do you think is like? What's the last movie you watched where you remember like just absolutely just like dying while you're watching it? Dying? Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm trying to think. God, it's been it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. Uh, not at Cause, home. Cause, you know what? I'm we talked. We theaters. talked about those fucking uh, how that genre is like not really a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> a game. I would say probably game night. But that's like almost three years ago now. I would say game right. night is the closest one where I was just like, God, it was just like constant laughs. Um, and before that, I don't know, like, you know, I love Neighbors, the movie Neighbors. Na- yeah, Neighbors. Uh, yeah. I, I fucking adore Neighbors. But yeah, probably Game Night. And that was three years ago. So, you know, I guess, you know, like you know, we mentioned before, these movies aren't really made anymore. Game- movies like Game Night aren't made anymore. Barber and Star, they're not made anymore. All the comedy that I see is usually on TV yeah. um, or, or in television shows. So, I mean, you know, if you would have asked me that, 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh, I saw this Judd Apatow movie in theaters, and I saw Bridesmaids, and I saw this one, and that one, and, you know, I just think, right. you know, um, these, this movie, the one that I just mentioned, it, it's the kind that we were discussing before, where they don't make these, like, $30 million movies that make a shit ton of money anymore. Right. Um, but this is that sort of same vein of that, that kind of movies, and I, I mean, I definitely recommend it, and I always want to support them, because, you know, I don't want it to be like, oh, you go into the movies. It's just action movies and you know Oscar drama. drama. I want there to be, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. what did you say? Sorry. I was like, yeah, it, it's just fucking action movies, horror movies, and like <laughs> thrillers and like, yeah, and like the Oscar, Oscar movies, movies and like that's it. Yeah. So I, I you know, um, I loved Game Night. I told people to watch that all the time, and I'm sure I would have gone to see this one if it would have come out in theaters. You know, during I think it was supposed to. You know, last year because of COVID, it got pushed to VOD. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, as things start to open up, I definitely want to support movies like this. And um, I still got to watch the Borat movie. I heard that one was really good. 
Really, um, I, I so. feel like I heard mixed things about it, but I haven't like uh, I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should though. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, but that's uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, and that is on rental. Okay. All right. So, uh, do you want to talk about Resident Evil Four? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I finished up Resident Evil Four. Um, finally, I think the total hours were like eighteen. I loved that that kept that on the right. little ticker thing every time I saved. Um, but yeah, it was great. I, it was great. It was, so, it was so good, actually. And I got so used to the camera motion, you know, because I, I remember I it said that I hated the fact that I, ha- I couldn't move my camera, that I got so used to it that now I'm playing a different game. And I'm like, wait, I have to move my camera? What the fuck? What is this? And like, I, I, get, I forget to use the right stick. Right. Um, but I really, really liked it. I mean, every boss was awesome. And, you know, I wouldn't say that they're like, the most creative bosses where like you have to use like different parts of the thing. You just shoot the shit out of them, but it's just about knowing when to shoot the shit out of them. Right. Um, and when to just, Oh dude, anytime I had the rocket launcher, just one shot that killed the, the, the boss. That was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. And then the, the final boss boss, um, I don't even remember who it is. It's a saddler. It's the guy who's like his, his head, a spider comes out of his head. Oh yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. to shoot the eyes on his knees or something. Yeah, that e- easiest one, just the easiest <laughs> villain. Kill that shit in like three minutes. I was like, wow, that was cool. And then yeah, dude, I really really enjoyed it. I I mean, I'm sure like you mentioned when we, when we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, I'm sure that it's gonna get like a proper you know PS5 like n- not a remaster but like a remake like we were saying. Yeah, because the thing is, is Resident Evil two and three have already gotten one. Yeah. Um, so I have to imagine that Resident Evil 4 is on the way, and I would be super hyped for it. Um, I need to go back and play it. Uh, I The only two things I remember, and I actually think they're close together in terms of when they happen, like, in the game. I remember as a kid playing this game. Alright, so here's one of my downfalls in games, is that if it's mm-hmm. not very obvious where to go, and there's no, like, GPS slash navigation slash, like, tracking mm-hmm. or map. I am so lost 100% of the time. Like, yes. Bloodborne, lost. The whole time, like, I, you can go from area to area. You can go to areas you don't really need to be in yet. Like, the other thing is that, like, it's not a straight line. So, like, the, in, like, Bloodborne, there'll be one save point in, like, this whole region, right? Mm. But the thing is, is, as you go through the region, you will find, like, a door that was closed from one side... And you'll open it, and you'll come out, and you'll be like, oh, I'm just a few steps from the save point now. So, like, mm-hmm. now when I start over at this save point, like, I teleport back here, I can take the shortcut that I just opened up that wasn't accessible before, right? Or it'll be an elevator that's not working until you get to the top floor, and you can take the elevator down, and you're like, oh, look, now it's working, and I'm right next to the save point. So, like, I, I now mm-hmm. have this shortcut. I get so lost, like, instantly. I'm instantly, like, just fucking wandering around, like, I don't know where I'm going. Like, like the only telltale if I've been there before is if there's dead bodies on the ground. And I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, you're like, I've been here. There's damage. I've, I've cut through here, yeah. So, I remember in Resident Evil 4, I feel like there's a grass, like, hedge maze at one point. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was so lost that, the whole yes. time. Yes, like, that I took me a while. A kid, just being like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going. <laughs> yes, yes, yep, yep, yep. I was the same too. Because then, um, and the the way I found out which way I was going is that 
every time I was in a new area, I could see there's like the the dogs come out after yeah. you. And I was like, okay, I'm in a new area because there's dogs attacking me. <laughs> if there was no, if there was silence, I was like, I've been here before. Nobody's trying to mess with me. Yeah. But so... yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, that that yeah, like that's a great design. Um, like the the first fish boss is a great design. Um, but yeah, and, and then I liked it. And this one has the same thing where like if you look on the map, excuse me, if you look on the mini map. You see, like, a little red dot? Perfect. That, that's all I need, dude. Just tell me where to go. <laughs> Don't be like, oh, who knows where you would want to go? Maybe you want to inspect over there? I'm like, just tell me. Just tell me where I need to go, and I'll do the thing. It's what I loved about Bioshock. You know, there's always a fucking yellow arrow just pointing you right. where to go. Or Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, you could be running, and you could put, place a point, and it tells you, like, which way to go that's the fastest. I'm like, yes, thank you. Mwah. Another reason I love you, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. The thing is, it's like, I, I kind of like it without it now. Like, I like both. It just depends on what you're going for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, like, like as I've been saying with Bloodborne, like, it's a game that's supposed to just be absolutely fucking brutal to make it through. So yeah. then you don't give me any sense of direction with where to go. It's like, I mean, I'm fucking terrible, but also, like, I feel like this is what you were going for. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Like, like you wanted me to feel fucking stressed out and not know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you gonna learn today? This is what you fucking want. <laughs> exactly. the The other thing I remember from Resident Evil Four is the, I believe Leon has a fight with like this other mercenary or like special agent, right? With a knife. Then mm-hmm. they have like a knife fight. Yes, I yes, yes. That and you have to like as shit as, a, as having a, to click. Yeah. yeah, as a kid, like even I hated a lot of quick time events. But I remember thinking that shit was amazingly cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you have to, like, he's shooting you, and you have to get pieces as he shoots you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm like, that's probably the most inventive boss. Um, but it's, it's always hard to know which bosses you can, like, shoot, and it'll actually, like, maybe kill them. Or which ones it's like, oh, it's just, you know, push them away so that you can do this part so you don't empty your whole right. clip. Shooting him, and you're like, oh, no, 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 you can't kill him. Yeah, you just have to get this piece first, and then you can kill him. Yeah. Did you did you see what I was saying about the crazy guy in the helicopter? Remember how I told you I was like, there's gonna be a guy that's very clearly a villain, and you're not gonna understand why he's doing anything that he's doing. Do you remember me talking about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only person in the helicopter was the guy that helps you at the end. Well, I feel like Wesker is in a helicopter at one point. Like he's like a super pale dude with like blonde hair, shades, and a black trench coat. Maybe. I feel like he shows up at one point and takes like a syringe or something and just like leaves, and that's like all you see of him. I feel like maybe that might have been a I might have been on my phone or something during that cutscene. <laughs> right. It's very possible, um, but yeah, that's just like he's like the main bad guy, and he shows up in this game, and it's like I don't understand why yeah. you're even here, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I I and then yeah, just to wrap up uh, wrap up Resident Evil Four, I loved the creature designs. I thought, yeah. I mean, you know, most of them are just like zombies, you know, they're just coming at you, right? But then once you like either you uh, break their head open and they, those tentacle things come out or like just the, the boss bosses, those look so good and mm-hmm. like horrific. Like the guy, like the bad, the main bad guy or the guy who like he gets cut in half and like he's got like a middle part that's like a, like a centipede part. Like I was, oh, like, yeah. I was like, these are fucking awesome and they look so good uh, still to this day. Um, and I actually, so I didn't even, I never let them get close to me mm-hmm. and I was watching a video, um, that my, my friend Jacob does and he did one on Resident Evil 4 and it wasn't until I watched that video that I realized that you could suplex them 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Yeah, you I was like, like kick him or suplex him. Yeah, it's if so you shoot him in the top. leg, you come up to them and you just, and then you just hear the <laughs> and from then on, dude, I was just shooting motherfuckers in the knees and suplexing them. God, it's amazing. Yes, but I so definitely... much of that game is good, like in just all the little details. Like, oh even yeah, just the little dude you buy shit from. Well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what are you selling? Yeah, like exactly. Like, oh my god, she kills me. Yes, and even to the point where Sydney would be watching it, and she'd be she'd see him because it's he's in the corner, and she'd be like, "What are you selling?" <laughs> and it, it, and weirdly enough, like seeing him relaxed me because I'd be like, "All right, right they're not gonna fuck with me." He's so deliberately supposed to look unreasonably creepy, but like just because, like, lady, like, oh, thank God, I can restock oh, on everything. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Or when I saw a typewriter, it's like a typewriter. Or, you know, you'd see him, you'd be like, oh, God, thank Christ, there's a typewriter nearby. Oh, God, thank. Right. Thank you see him, and you're like, oh, thank God, there's this sketchy guy in a corner with a trench coat full of guns. <laughs> <laughs> Asking me, what am I selling? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, just like a, like, a, like a just peace in the storm. Just like, oh, God, that was, I needed that. I want that dude in every game. I don't care, like, what, like, I want to be fucking playing God of War as Kratos, round a corner, and he's just there with his trench coat full of guns. Uh, <laughs> what do you sell that shit? <laughs> new items, know. friend. Yeah, um, one thing I, I would watch YouTube videos to, just to do the puzzles, because I don't, I don't give a shit about game puzzles, I just look them up to see how they do them. But, or, literally, every, well, maybe they've played it before, but every single person who was recording themselves playing them, they would open up their inventory. A thousand things of everything. A thousand grenades, a thousand uh, <laughs> red, white, and yellow, or uh, red, yellow, and green potions, a thousand uh, bullets, they're just the biggest guns, and I'm like, huh, I'm, <laughs> I'm really fucking bad at this game, aren't I? Because I was always just <laughs> scrapping along. I was always like, oh, Lord, uh, three <laughs> shotgun shells, uh, two handguns. Okay, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, God, I, I remember, like, I remember going through that game and trying my best not to use any ammo or like not not to not use it because you kind of have to, but like to be super precise with every shot. Mm. Like I, I feel like the weapon I use the most was uh, I think it's called like the Red Nine. It's yes, that like yes, old ass pistol, one. but it's got the fucking like the brace, so it's yes. like super stable when you aim. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's the one. Yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, yeah, there was a tweet that my brother sent me months ago where it's like you know you try to save your ammo and then you inadvertently do the climax of the game without using it and then you realize that the game's over and you never used any of the ammo <laughs> that um, yeah that happens in every game like that ever yes like, I- i've had i've had so many like i'm trying to think of an example like i remember so like destiny came out a while ago and there was like this super hard content at the end of the mm-hmm. game and there were these like items you could use and and you would get them the whole time you played the game right and mm-hmm. so you'd be doing like this hard shit with your friends and there were these items that would just give you more ammo back for, like, your strongest weapon. Uh-huh. And, like, I remember, like, one of our friends was like, I don't want to use it. What if I need it? And he was, like, another one, a separate friend was like, what are you talking about? This is the hardest thing this game offers. Like, there's nothing else that's going to need it. <laughs> like, if nothing up to this point needed it, then this is what's going to need it. Like, why exactly. are you saving this? And he's like, I don't really know, I guess. And I was like, you're all like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And, but then I looked at my inventory and I had like a hundred of them and I was like oh I guess I should start using these too yeah I mean that's how I felt at the end of you know, The Last of Us 2 you know when you're in that fire village I guess it's not the end because there's like another two hours of Santa Barbara but 
you know, in the back half of the game, you're playing as Abby, and I've been right. storing up shit and getting all the goodies and everything, and then at the end, you go through this burning village. Yep. And I'm just like, oh, gotta be careful. Pow, pow. Okay, thank God. And then there's a cutscene, and then I you lose your bag, and I was like, wait, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> That last part could have been so much easier and quicker. Exactly. I just been popping motherfuckers. Papa. And luckily, I actually saved... My, one of my saves is just before that one. So I'm like, every time I want to show my brother or my you know whoever a, a portion of the game, I'm like, well, look, watch this. Pow, pow, pow. This is Guns of Kimbo, bitch. <laughs> I thought uh, it was like uh. fucking Rambo. <laughs> like John Wick. I'm like, you get uh, you get a uh, exploding soda cam. You get a <laughs> shotgun blast to the face. Right. Yeah, oh, that's great. Um, but yeah, Resident Evil Four, amazing. W- play it if you haven't. If you buy it and you start playing it, and you're like, "This camera sucks my dick," you just <laughs> keep trudge, just push through it because it it you'll get used to it, and it'll be totally and completely worth it. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so that's what we've been playing, watching, or looking at recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move to uh, March Madness. Yes. Um. Yes, so I put this on here because I know when this comes out, it'll be that first Thursday of March Madness, um, and Chris I Brown feel. Flip. I'm sorry. Chris Brown flip. Oh yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the goat <laughs> landing just on the beat. Oh, that, that vine is perfect. Um, it really is. But it'll be the first day that you know the tournament starts, and this year, I feel a little split. Um. Of course, I love college basketball, and of course, you know that first some uh, you know first day is like one of the best days. You know, one game is ending, another one is starting. You got like three buzzer beaters lining up and stuff. Um, right. But I feel like this is the most detached I felt about like following along with the teams that I probably have ever felt. Right. And I don't think it's just because Carolina sucked because Carolina sucked last year too. And I was like, I kept up with who was like playing well and who I thought was going to win. Do you think it's because you sucked two years in a row? <laughs> maybe. I, I really, maybe. Yeah, that could be it. I mean, but I really, I mean, it's probably just like the coronavirus, like anything else, right? Like right. where you just, it, it's not the same without the fans. It's not the same without rushing the courts and stuff. Right. Um, You're but not I going know... out places with friends to watch the games. Exactly. Right, right. Or even being, you know, my favorite parts would be like you're at a bar and Iowa's playing Ohio State, and they're tied at the, you know, right before the, at, with like two seconds to go, and you're, you know, you're talking to some random next to you, like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? And then somebody hits a buzz beat, and you're like, oh shit, that's nuts, right, buddy? Anyway, good to see you, whatever. <laughs> right, and so, then the whole bar goes nuts. Right, right, or <laughs> e- even being like at a restaurant, and like, look, there's like a TV, you know, right, ten feet away behind the bar, and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, go cool, cool, look, honey, look what just happened, and she couldn't give two shits. Right, she's so, like, cool, I'm going to just keep eating. You exactly, yeah. <laughs> and so I think there's no like moments to, to take in the games through osmosis, right? You To watch them, you have to like turn it onto the TV and like force yourself to watch it, right? Right. Um, but even then, I'm excited. I, th- I think right now, sort of from what I've kept up, been able to keep up with so far, it feels like the, it's down to three teams. Um, yeah. It's down to Gonzaga, Baylor, and Michigan. Um, which but sounds I feel like, weird. Yeah, which sounds so weird. I think the ACC doesn't have anybody who's going to be a third seed or better, or number or number three seed or better. Um, I think the Big Ten has like four or five teams in the top twelve or something. It's, it, I think it it maybe it's a mix. It's you know, a maybe bizarro it's, year. Exactly. Maybe it's like a mix where 
the ACC being down and the teams I usually follow or, you know, like to root against like Duke or Carolina um, just aren't doing well. So I'm like, ah, why do I give a shit? Right. Like, right. like Duke is losing cool, but it's better when they lose you know, three or four times a year. It feels, you know, more. Unique. Right. You want, you want them to be extremely good and then blow one to a team. They shouldn't as opposed exactly. to just That's, suck all year. <laughs> exactly. That's a good shit. I don't want to, if you lose every other game, I'm like, well, this is just getting repetitive. You suck. Right, I'm just yeah, kicking this dead horse. Yes. I mean, I like kicking a dead horse, but I, you know, I, I, I would prefer the horse, you know, be Let's like fight back. secretariat or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, like, like that fucking video, fight back, where they're just beating. Okay, fight back. Uh, uh. <laughs> God, she kills me. Uh. Uh, but uh, um, it's my favorite weekend in sports. Um, do you have any thoughts about this season or, or just like your general thoughts no, or how I mean, you're feeling feel... about this one? I feel basically the same way you did, which is that like I'm just like not at all into it. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I I'm probably even less. I, I would say generally as a whole, I'm probably less into it than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, I feel like I'm just like not anywhere near like caring enough. You know what I mean? Right. right. Like it's just it's just a fucking wash to me. Like I looked at the fucking ACC rankings just now mm-hmm. and like. Florida State second. That's like Georgia Tech is fourth. What the fuck is going on here? Like, I right? No exactly. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The it, bottom fucking six are all teams minus like one that I feel like should be closer to the top. The mm-hmm. bottom six, starting from I guess the highest ranked of the bottom six is UNC, yeah. then Louisville, yeah. then Syracuse, NC State. That's fine. Duke and Notre Dame. Right. Like, I guess yes. Notre Dame's not always great, but they're usually not terrible. So it's like between those, like how are we how are all these teams so bad? Like what happened? Yep. Yeah. This exactly. whole fucking season just went in the toilet, I feel it's like. It's like a mix and then can and then Kentucky is shitty too. Awful. Yeah. yeah, so it's like I can't even be like, haha, Coach Cal, that's what happens, ha, fuck you. Because right. he's it just sucked the whole season. And you go, Oh right. well, that's not fun. Fucking Virginia, I guess, is the consistent one at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, but they're not even like good enough to be like great, you know? Like the the Virginia team that won the national championship two years ago, they were like a fucking juggernaut, dude. They were just like they had like DeAndre Hunter and they had that Kyle Guy guy, I think Kyle Guy, yeah, Kyle Guy, yeah. and they, like they were stacked. This team is just like, eh, they're pretty good, you know? They they, they win some, they lose some. And it's like, oh, well, I can't even root for you to represent the ACC well because you aren't that great, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's... um. Man, do you do you have a, a favorite moment like ever like you know from watching it or like a moment that you go oh yeah dude that was March like that was that's like March Madness like when I look back on I mean as a Syracuse fan it's fucking probably I mean off the top of my head uh, I don't remember how long ago it was because I'm terrible with remembering but like mm-hmm. when we went to the Final Four we uh, we upset someone in like double overtime to go to the Final Four we had Malachi Richardson. Um, yes, I rem- I rem- Okay, I know exactly the year. It was think, um 2016. Yeah, 2016. Okay, the thing is, is that I was in the hospital mm-hmm. when this was happening because my wife had to have her appendix taken out. Oh my and so god! I was watching Syracuse. Like she was yes. stuck in the hospital, and I was like, I'm just gonna keep watching this. Like you're you're chill, right? You're just laying in the bed recovering. I'm gonna just watch this. <laughs> yes, because they they beat um Virginia because Virginia yep. was a number one seed. Yeah, I remember this very vividly. I was at a bar with our friend Sean, 
Okay. okay. And Carolina was playing Notre Dame that night, if I remember correctly, because they were the next, they were the game after that. And right. we were watching it, and Virginia was up by 10, and they blew it. And then they, like, let that guy, Malachi Richard, get hot, and he hit, like, three or four threes. And then they went up by, like, five or six, and we knew then. It was, like, this Virginia team, they, they don't, you know, they're not going to come back. back. Yeah, right. they 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 hold you down. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. they they keep this low scoring. They grind it out. But like once you, once the momentum's like completely rolling out of control. You know yes. what I mean? Like once the Rick Ross verse is just fucking going. Like, yes. Yes. Exactly. Like just, You're just like he's not going to recover. No. No. And they didn't. And yeah, I remember that game so vividly because we were like, fuck yeah, like Syracuse. I forget why. I think because they were the well, we didn't want it. Well, because, Carolina would have played Virginia. Yeah, and that would have been want that, right? Yeah. Because yeah, we got fucking destroyed by you guys at the next game. I yeah. feel like it started okay. Like the, I feel like if I remember right, the the UNC like Syracuse game. Like, I think you guys were basically in the lead like almost the whole game. But, yeah, like, but it was never kept, by a lot. We we kept making like little small like like I was like it's always like those little games you play with yourself, right? You're like, all right, so. If we could just, you know, get it down to 10 by halftime, oh, right? Dude, and then Every like, single time. Every right. single time Carolina is down by more than, like, 6, I'm like, all right. Like, if it's 12 minutes to go and they're down by 8, I'm like, all right, get it to 4 by, like, the 6-minute mark, right? You just keep right. saying that, those little right. things. Yeah. And they kept, like, Syracuse did just enough to keep me like, all right, well, hold on. So, like, if we if we go on, like, an 8-0 run, we can, like, turn this right. into, like, mm-hmm. a super close game with enough time to, like, eat yeah. it out. But then, like, I feel like by the second half, it was, or like, in, well, not by the second half, but I feel like shortly into the second half, it was like, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're going to come back on this. And one. they had Bryce Johnson, or Carolina had Bryce Johnson, who I think y- you need a guy like that who's a four or five who can shoot a mid range right around the ACC logo to break the yeah, zone. Absolutely. Like, cause that's every time, like the years we lost to Syracuse have been because we don't have anybody who can do that. Like the years we had Luke May, Bryce Johnson. Um, I think that's yeah. it. Like the, the I don't remember Luke May killing us. Like, yeah, because like... he could do that. He could just like, you know, catch the ball right around the ACC logo in the middle of the zone and just shoot that little, you know, what is that? 15, 16 footer, or maybe a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Um, but cool, cool. That that yeah, that's a good memory. I I was talking to Sydney about that, and she said her parents actually bought Final Four tickets like that week because they didn't expect it because it's like you know they were a ten seed I think they were a ten or a yeah. eight seed, and so they hadn't they I think they'd been to a Final Four since then, but they they hadn't well they haven't won since '03 so they just bought tickets and went down to Houston and watched them lose to Carolina and I was like haha yeah. I, did, did, I was like, did they have fun? Was it a good <laughs> <laughs> Did they enjoy it? Did they enjoy um, it? Yeah. yeah, so the I know like I know my dad and my grandfather were at the uh tournament game where was it George Washington beat Duke? Right? Um wasn't it wasn't it George Washington? There's like there they lost to Mercer Lehigh and VCU the last few years. Now nah, this was older. This was like oh, one oh. of. Uh, I feel like it was George Washington. Um, Do you mean? Did you mean Duke or UNC? I feel like I thought it was Duke. Do you mean uh, George Mason? George Carolina, Mason. George, That's what Carolina it was. lost to George Mason. Oh, fuck. See, now I'm not sure. I, I got me all fucked up. I swear I thought it was Duke. Either way, um, it was like a super big upset. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and like there, you can like the clips they have on ESPN, like they had seats directly behind the the basket. So like as the shot goes in, you can see them on the screen like lose their shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> kind of great. Um, huh. like that stuff like that is where it'd be cool to be there in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those, like the upsets, the buzzer beaters. Like those are the the best ones. I mean, my all time favorite memory is in 2017, and it's when Luke May hit that shot over Kentucky. Right. Yeah. 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 Because that they little were... fucking pop out like mid ranger, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Theo Pinson roll came down because so what happened was is they were up by ten, and then they let the lead slip away, which um, always fucking <laughs> happens i cannot tell you how many times carolina has had a 10 point lead and they just shit it away where some guy hits like two big threes and so they're up darren fox hits a three okay makes it they're only down three okay cool they get the ball back malik monk puts it up and then he hits a three and you're like here we go overtime we're about to lose <laughs> theo pinson takes the ball down kicks it out to luke may and he hits the two i think pretty much at the buzzer there was like 0.03 or 0.3 seconds left or whatever um, but I, that was like the greatest memory. I was like, Oh my God. Like I remember fucking jumping. I remember like, in, like semi blacking out. Cause I couldn't remember like just jumping up and losing my shit. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's like the one moment where like you, it, it was half winning and then half breaking the trend of being like, oh, here we go again, dude. Like, right. Again, like, I, like right. I, I, it's like if the Cowboys win a fucking playoff game, it's like, right. Oh my God, like we yes. did it. Like it's not just like, that we won a playoff game; it's that it's we the, never win these. Yes, yes, and I just win it, but like win it in a way that bucks how we lost them, right? Like, right. Oh, like, like it's like if it, like if Roma had won, fumbling again, but like running it in this time, right? Like, right. Like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's that's like one of my favorite memories and. Yeah, so hopefully in the future, you know, maybe this, maybe the, this tournament will be great, and you know, we'll be like, dude, like, did you see that game or this game? Or maybe we'll get another Steph Curry run, or another Kemba run. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I I think we're both kind of like, yeah, we'll, like, we'll see what happens. It. But yeah. I don't think either of us is really like stoked. I can't wait. Yeah, like oh, right. I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Uh, yay. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Um, yeah. See if maybe just like the routine of it ends up making it worth watching. Still, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, I'm always down for some buzzer beaters or some like late half court heaves and shit. So, yeah, absolutely. So moving from that, uh, since we talked about the Cowboys, uh, mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about um, Dak Prescott's new deal. Yeah, yeah. So huge, 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 huge deal. Um, I when I saw this come through, I saw the amount. And then I was like, oh, no, they're going to kill the Cowboys. They're going to be like, this is the worst deal ever. But kind of, it's kind of been like sort of well-received. So the deal is four Which years. Which is nuts to me. Yeah, four years, $160 million, a record $126 million guaranteed. The first three years averaged $42 million, but his first year he gets $75 million. It's fucking insane. Yes. Uh, this... Well, Serge Ibaka's got to take him out to dinner, you know, because... Right. <laughs> right. Um, the thing, though, is that like this... Uh, I mean, you know I'm already not a super big Dak Prescott fan. Mm-hmm. This deal seems absolutely fucking out of control to me. Like, we're talking about a dude who just had a horrific injury, right? Yep. And, like, hasn't 
proven that he like for the offensive weapons he has. Like I, I feel like we should always be better than we have been. I don't know. Like I just feel like yeah. If you pay him this kind of money, you're wild. Like like you pay just, fucking Mahomes this kind of money, you can pay Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Like I just don't know about Dak Prescott getting this kind of money. Yeah, I think I don't know. I I feel like like I heard everybody pretty much everybody who I who I trust on sports talk about it. They all say the same thing, which is like he is not great, but he's the best of pretty good. And this is what the money. This is the kind of the amount of money that you need for a quarterback that's pretty good or that's like among the best of pretty good these days. Um, I do agree that they probably in 2019 they should have tried to work his deal instead of Demarcus Lawrence's because back then only two guys were making 30 million a year. I think it was uh, Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers. Right. So they could have gotten a much better deal, of course, but. You know, it's like one of those things. It's like you know, you you slept on it, and or you waited on it, and this is what happens. They're just gonna keep going up and up, and now you know the next few guys, the next two guys are um, um, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, and you know their deals are probably gonna make this look like, you know, like little like just pocket change. I I don't know. I, I this is just nuts to me. Like. I don't know. Like, like when he got injured, people were like, oh, my God, what if he doesn't get paid? Right? right. Yeah. I mean, that, and yeah, we were like, thought, yeah. fucking just break the bank on this. Like, like what happened? Like, like, how did we go from people being worried that we were like, that he would not get what he deserved to, in my opinion, overpaying the shit out of him? Like, like nothing changed in that situation in that yeah. amount of time. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean. Yeah, I just think that I, I think they saw like what they had, like Ben DiNucci and uh, what's his name, Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton, and they were like, "Fuck, like, we can't do another year of this, another two or three years of this." And even if they drafted a quarterback, you know, there's a a chance he could be Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, or there's a chance he could be like any of the other hundreds of first round picks who didn't work out. I think they said that you know at, after who was it that left this team recently. That the, I think Mitch Trubisky's probably the only one. Mitch Trubisky and Deshaun Watson, like one of the few ones left still with the original teams. Everybody else has either retired or gone on. So, you know, yes, you know, you can get a good quarterback like Mahomes and other ones, but you, more than likely you'll get a Paxton Lynch or any of those other bums that have come and gone. So, yeah, I just feel like he got the he got the best he could, or they got the best quarterback that they could get in this situation. But goddamn, um, it's a lot of money to spend on somebody who's just the best of pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if I just he, think that, like I said, I think that's just the going rate for best of pretty good these days. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't have to be, right? Like, you can just be like, no, but, no it's not worth it to us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at some point, you have to be like, holy shit. Like, w- the biggest problem we had this year, even, I think, with Andy Dalton, right? Like, I- I'm not saying Andy Dalton's a fucking championship-caliber quarterback, but, mm-hmm. like, I still feel like the problem with Andy Dalton was, like, he was constantly under pressure. You know what I mean? Just like fucking Dak was. Like, yeah. just fix our offensive line and then see what happens. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yep, yep. But now we got now we got Dak on a shit ton of money, right? And we have a still battered fucking offensive line, and and, and it's getting older. And yeah. like, now he's just gonna be running like he was last year. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't know. Just... It's a I mean, wild hope... decision to make to me. The thing is, yeah. too, though, is that 
kind of like what you said. Like everybody whose opinion I trust is kind of like, yeah, it's just the deal that gets made. And, you know, this was a smart move by Cowboys. And I'm over here just like, I'm clearly missing something because I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I've always been high on him. I think he's he's really good. And this past year, you know, him putting up all those crazy stats because he had to because of the defense being ass. I, I, I think he... I, I sort of saw the full potential, and I was like, okay, I see it. Like, I, I buy into it. I, I think before this past season, I was like, I don't know. I mean, we pay him, but we can't pay him that much. Or if we pay him a lot, we'll be overpaying him. But I think this is not – it's overpaying in that it is a lot of money. But I think with what I've read in terms of it being cap-friendly, um, it's like the best that they could have done. Um, I know I don't know like it's, I don't know anything about the cap. Like they're like you know this guy this guy's getting paid this guy's getting paid fifteen million, but his cap hit is fifty two million. I'm like what? Right? How it's does all, that make it's any all sense? fucking nonsense. I don't. It's all yeah. Like I'm like anytime you start talking about the the salary cap and the hits, like right, if they cut this I was guy. Like, well, we signed this guy, but then in year three we're gonna convert this to a signing bonus, and I'm like, but he signed three years ago. How is this still happening? <laughs> exactly. Like this, it's all like it makes no sense. Like if they cut this guy, they'll save fifteen million, even though his salary is. You know, three million, but then if they keep him, and his salary hit is only. I'm like, what? This doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> right. Like, so, but from what I read, I, I'm from always the just like, follow, I'm always just like, okay, like I, I just I'm blindly trusting anybody throwing out numbers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like, uh, okay, I'm like, that, uh, there's a gif of the guy from Modern Family. He's like in a crowd and he's like looking at something horrified. He's like, no, 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 and then somebody starts clapping and then he goes. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel anytime somebody talks about the salary cap. Where I'm like, wait, is only they're a thirty like, million hit? Is is that good? 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 Bad? I don't, I don't know. Right? They're like, well, if they cut him, then his his cap hit is going to be thirty million, and you're like, oh no, this is bad. And they're like, but if they decide to keep him and then cut him two months later, then he, they're free. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. This is totally isn't just made up along the way. Yay. This is like the goddamn <laughs> stock market, bro. <laughs> exactly. It's like I'm totally not putting my faith in fandom into something that's fucking fugazi. It's bullshit. <laughs> but, yeah, I still I still just feel like it's too much. Like, I, I know he had great numbers last year. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if our – like I feel like at a certain point, if your defense is giving up that much, you're gonna put yards on the board just because you get the ball in your hand more than you should. You know what I mean? Like, right. No, that's true. That's true. So, yep. Well, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, as a Cowboys fan, hopefully it fucking works out. Yeah. Um, and but... it's only a four-year deal. Um, right. I so... think it's like six years, but can avoid it after four. I, I don't. I don't fucking. Understand. Yeah, that's another one. Where you're like, uh, yeah, okay. Right. Um. But um. So that means that. You know he's 27 now. When he this is up, he'll be 31, which means he'll be in line for another monster one that could be another four or five year deal. Especially with people, you know, they're playing until they're like 38, 39 now. Dudes like Philip Rivers and Matt Ryan and all them. So he could potentially get two more huge ass contracts before he retires if right. he plays well. Right. The thing was, is I read an article about this, and they're like. And it's like it helps the Cowboys because they can void it after four years and change the cap it or whatever. And they're like, and it's good for Deck because at the end of this deal he'll be thirty-one years old. It said like right in the prime earning years for a quarterback. And like for a second, I had, my head was like 
fucking melting. And I was like, 31 prime earning. Like, like, like in what professional sport is 31? Like, boy, things are like, like I'm yeah. on my upswing now. Like, yes. And the answer's like just quarterback in the NFL. L- like, like literally the, just that one. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's not even any other position in the NFL and it's not any other sport where you're like 31. You're like, Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like you hit like 26 in every other sport in position and you're like, all right, this is the one. Like I proved from coming out of college till now that I can absolutely be a game changer. And now at 26, like a team's going to get like five years of prime me. Right. Yeah. Fucking NFL is like, I'm fucking hit my 30s. Let's go. I'm just not doing well. Like you said, there's not, even, not literally no other position. Like running backs, if you're running back at fucking 31. Fucking running back, you've been your prime of, earning year is fucking 19 years old. <laughs> yeah, you've been out of the league for five years if you are a running back at 31, right? Right. Um. So, yeah, I mean. Your prime earning years as a running back or when you're in college, you're like, fuck, they're putting too many carries on Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You're like, I should sit this season out. What the shit is this? That's why, like, people used to, people were giving, like, Zeke and, and uh, Le'Veon Bell, like, a lot of shit for trying to hold out. And it's like, on the one hand, like, I get it. It sucks for your running back to just be like, I'm not fucking doing this. But on the other hand, if you're the running back, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Just eat this fucking shitty ass rookie contract for five years and just be fucking dead like, like exactly. my legs like, are fucking just brittle fucking scar tissue like. yes yeah yeah i think if if you are one of the like top tier guys like a derrick henry a dalvin cook even a zeke um who's another star um the guy from cleveland nick chubb if you are like a guy who is like the guy right just sit out right get right. that one big contract hopefully you could you do well and you know you get maybe another one in a couple years but that's it, you know? You're not Frank Gore, who's still out here right. somehow. Also, people like, are shitting on Frank Gore. They're like, what is... I, I can't believe he's taking a spot from somebody who needs it. But like, get the fuck out of here, bro. If you're Frank Gore and you can still be on a roster, you better fucking take that spot. Exactly. Like, the, like I've already got some brain damage, bro. Let me get a little more money out of it. Exactly. Like, the NFL, like, people are like, he's just taking... I'm like, no, the NFL, like, will cut your brother uh, if he doesn't pick up a blitz, right? Like, so <laughs> if you are um, Frank Gore and if by some godly miracle you're still making the team, not even just the practice squad, but, like, making the team and getting snaps, not even being, like, the third string, you're doing something right at age, whatever, 38. Fucking or, 55. <laughs> yes. You're, you're, your son is in college. Drawing social security. <laughs> yes. You, your son's about to be playing next to you in, like, two years. Right, so if you can do that, dude, all power to you. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, I so in closing, I think Dak's deal is kind of out of control, and you think it's kind of out of control, but it's what it had to be. Yes, I, I don't, I'm not, I as much as I like Dak, I'm not like, yes, this is great, this is a fantastic deal. Right, it's not like it the is Chiefs locking up Mahomes. You know what I mean? You're just right, like, eh, right. Okay, <laughs> I hope it works yes. out. Yes, and the thing you know, and, you know, and the the thing that makes me doesn't make me feel better is the salary cap stuff. I don't know shit about it, but if somebody who does goes, eh, it, it it's pretty good, doesn't have a huge hit, then I'm like, perfect. Because the last thing I want is a guy like Ben Roethlisberger who pretty much has a gun to the Steelers' head and is like, if you cut me, I'm gonna need this money. If you keep me, I'm gonna need this money. And if I walk, I'm gonna need this money. So. Yeah, that's what the fuck, that's what fucking Carson Wentz thought he had with the Eagles, and they're like, I don't give a shit, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they paid him 80 million, and they're still gonna keep paying him. That, like, that is, I think, that's... oh, that's what they said. That I think he's gonna get, the cap hit is around the cap hit that Wentz is having this year on the Eagles. 
So despite not playing for the Eagles. Yes, Mm -hmm. I think, I think. I feel feel like at that point, the, the, like, statement is basically like, okay, so you kind of fucked up by not getting this deal last year because now you're spending way too much, but you didn't fuck up as bad as this other team in your division. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. God, that's insane. Like, how bad does someone have to be for you to be like, they're like, even if you get rid of him, you're still eating fucking, like, 50 mil, and they're like, I I don't care, just get him out of the fucking building. (laughs) It's like, um, who is the guy that, that... They're paying him, him to not play. It was like in the NBA. I can't remember who. No, no, no. It was the guy that they... they tra- Do you remember? It was... um, uh, I think it was the guy who played either for the Texans or the Broncos. And they traded him to Cleveland with cash. Basically paying somebody to take them off his hands. I forget who it was. Jesus Christ. It was like a quarterback. I think it was... um. It was that really tall guy who was in that vine with um, Peyton Manning, and he like forgets his helmet, and he's like, and then Peyton goes out there, and he's like, "Oh God damn it!" I I can't think of it off the top of my head. Traded quarterback, Cleveland, paid. Let me see if that does. Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler, I think. I I looked it up. Just base. It said Broncos and Browns, which I think you named both of those teams. Yes. And it was like, what? It says what to make of the unprecedented Osweiler trade. So clearly, it was <laughs> fucking awful, bro. The fact that ESP was like, we ain't never seen some shit like this before. <laughs> uh, uh, the Browns cut him, send him away with sixteen million dollar parting gift to the Browns. Basically, like, please take them off of his hand, please. <laughs> Jesus. Right. But that's what I'm saying, dude, right? Like, this guy, Brock Osweiler, he comes into the league, and he's, like, solid. But then after a couple of years, you go, oh, shit, this is bad. And, like, maybe, like, and that's how I feel about, like, Jared Goff, where, like, you see the limitations. And I would say Dak is a better quarterback than Jared Goff, but even he got a huge contract. So it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. We've talked about this before, where, like, it feels like from the years, like, 2011 or maybe 2010, you know, taking out Cam to like 2017, there's like no quarterbacks still from that time, right? Yeah. Like, I, the thing is, though, is it just because of what the market has done? So, like, imagine you're a team, right? Like, imagine you're the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Like, let's say fucking, where's Trevor Lawrence going? Uh, Jacksonville, Jaguars. Jacksonville. All right. So, let's say. Trevor Lawrence goes to Jacksonville, and he's fucking terrible, right? Mm-hmm. What if, instead of being on the fucking most dysfunctional, awful team ever, right? The Cowboys aren't necessarily the best example, because we're still the 10th pick. But, like, who's who's the uh, second best quarterback in this draft? I can't remember um, his name. The guy from Ohio State, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. All right, so let's say Justin Fields, whatever team he's going to end up on, is a bad team. So we, on the other hand, had an injury... And, like, our team, our offensive line's not great, but we have, uh, I don't know what to make of Zeke, because I feel like he's still, like, clearly above average, but last year he's fucking terrible. So I don't know if that's mm. because, like, he had no quarterback and no offensive line. You know what I mean? Like, right, maybe... and there's, like, they, like, put eight guys in the box. <laughs> right, and they're like, okay, fucking Ben DiNucci, you want to try and fucking do some of this? Mm. Um, so, but either way, like, what do you think of the chances that you just get, like, a young quarterback like Justin Fields... That, like, would actually succeed in a situation like Dallas. Like, I've got two solid receivers at least. You know what I mean? Maybe three. I've got a running back who 
even if Zeke's like kind of washed, he's still like pretty good in protection still. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. and, and like a, an average offensive line, like that guy, maybe that's the reason why all these fail. You know what I mean? Like maybe mm-hmm. the reason fucking Johnny Menzel didn't pay out is because he went to the fucking Browns and they had nobody else. And then people were like, you can do it, right? And then the answer's like, fucking no. Like, <laughs> like nobody like, can do this here. <laughs> yes. Like, you're going to need to make some drastic changes before anyone can do this here. Same yeah. thing. I mean, the fucking Jags. Like, I don't. They have what? Allen Robinson. That's it. Like, I don't. I can't name a single fucking player. Jalen Ramsey. No, I don't he's think not they even. Have the, I don't think they have Allen Robinson anymore. I think they have. I think he's the Bears now. <laughs> Holy shit! Hold on. Let's see. Jaguars depth chart. She's oh, just gonna be the, like Trevor Lawrence, and I'm like, he's not even on the team yet. DJ guy, Stark Jr. and James. The Robinson. guy who got me um the fantasy. That's him. James the Robinson. Back. Yeah. Yes, okay, but so, that's it. That's like the only guy I know. <laughs> so if Tyler Eifert, who got let go from Cincinnati, basically, I think. Um, and then they got a bunch of fucking guys on defense I ain't never heard of. Uh, yeah, like so. So when Trevor Lawrence goes to that team, and you know, possibly ends up just being terrible, like like are people gonna be like, well, he's just bad, or or, or are people gonna look and be like, well, look at what the fuck he had, you know, like what what he was trying to work with. So right. maybe that's the reason that none of these work out. You know what I mean? And, and maybe if we know it's a crap shoot, maybe you just need to take more chances. <laughs> like like as opposed to... to being like how many teams are stuck and continue to start a guy that we all understand will never win. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I think it's Chicago pretty much... is never gonna do anything with fucking Chicago. Trubisky. You know? No. <laughs> the Rams well, they see. They even were like, "Fuck it, let's try oh, Stafford." Well, they got Stafford, right? right. Like they, they, got they were like, "I mean, at least it's fucking not golf." You know what I mean? Like, right? Maybe Stafford. I don't think is the, the guy Vikings? that wins it for you. But if you put Stafford with like the number one defense in the league, you know, maybe you could make it happen. Right. The Vikings with Kirk Cousins, exactly. When they, the moment they made that deal, I was like, Kirk Cousins has never given you signs of being the guy that's going to win it all. Why did you pay this man so much? Right. Like, right. Jimmy G, that's another guy, Jimmy G. Right, so you have all these examples of teams being like, well, we just don't want to, you know, take a chance. And it's like, so you're just going to decide to just be average instead? <laughs> right. Right. Like, I say you're going to go full 76ers the process and fucking, like, right, bottom right. feed for 10 years before you try and win it, but Jesus. Right. But then you could, you know, as much as you, you know, you could try that, you could, you know, you, you could end up being like the, like the Jaguars, who, like, they tried for Nick Foles, and that stank. They tried for what was the guy before Nick Foles? Blake Bortles, he stunk. They tried Nick Foles, stunk. They tried uh, what's his name? The guy with the mustache, um, the, Gardner Minshew. Uh, Gardner Minshew. They were like, maybe this is the guy. He stank. So now you know they're trying this guy. So it's like, I think it's just I don't know. Sometimes it 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 feels like luck, you know? Right? You think you got your guy and Kirk Cousins and Jimmy G and Jared Goff because they have like one good season or one and a half, and you're like, this is the guy. He's playing pretty well, and then it turns out they're not. So you're fucked. Or then maybe you go, let's try with this new guy, uh, Blake Bortles, you know, and then he stunks, stinks, and you're like, oh, let's try with the Super Bowl MVP. Maybe he'll be good. No, he stunks. He stinks too. So maybe let's try with Gunnar Minshew, this well, young rookie to, guy. To you defense, know. I don't know that Nick Foles sucked. I feel, did he just get hurt instantly? Like he, well, he got hurt instantly, and then they like brought him back, and then he wasn't very good, and they just let okay. go. So I just like I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is though. Hmm. I wonder, this is where just my lack of knowledge is going to play. Like, I feel like some of those picks were, like, kind of questionable at the time. Like, I feel like I don't remember, like, who was it before Blake Bortles? 
Or was Blake um, Shelton the first Oh my one? god. It, it's it's like a similar name. It's um Oh my god. Oh god. It's not Blake Bortles. It's it's like B something. Right. Jaguar QB before Blake Bortles. Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Okay. Blaine Gabbert. Like I feel like yeah. I remember when Blaine Gabbert got drafted. I was like, huh? Like like I don't I just feel like everyone was like, I don't know what the fuck they were going for with that one. Like Yeah. Have you seen that there's like a sports illustrated cover and it's him it's him, Cam Newton, and Jake Locker. And it says like which of these is going to go with the top quarterback? Like, which one would you are you going to have for the next 10 years? Because all of these guys are going to be great. And, I mean, I know Cam's not great anymore, but it's like, I think, yeah, I think it was Cam. I right, but Cam. even at the time, I don't understand how you would have ever thought it was anything other than Cam. Like, the man single-handedly, that's another weird thing, right? Like, what the fuck goes on in the draft? Like, where, like, you get, like, this dude from fucking, like, Boise State, right? And then it's yes. like, or you have the QB for fucking, like, LSU or Clemson or fucking Alabama, right? right? And it's like, like people are like, well, you know, he fucking, this guy in fucking Hawaii looks good. This guy in Boise, like, look at his mechanics and his size. And it's yeah. like, at a certain point, like, I feel like you should just watch the fact of the fucking people they're playing against and how well they're performing. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, it's like Watson and Trubisky, the whole thing, the whole, you know, all over again. Well, Trubisky, he yes, he looked good, and he looked like the you know the prototypical quarterback, and he had some wheels on him. But Deshaun Watson just beat Alabama, right? Right, and that's and, that's a perfect example. Is fucking every quarterback that fucking the Broncos have ever drafted with John Elway? He always is like, let me get this super fucking tall dude with a fucking rocket arm because that's what I was, and I was fucking great. So like, like it's like Brock Osweiler, who's tall as shit, and he's got a fucking arm, but the answer is like he has no idea what the fuck he's doing back there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, because it was well, like Paxton Lynch, same thing, fucking Trash. yeah, and it's like all just these tall dudes with like good mechanics and fucking like strong arms, and it's like I I get it. I think those things should be negatives if they don't have it, but I don't think they should like start rocketing people ahead. You know what I mean? There's a reason right. those people fucking attended the schools they attended. You know what I mean? Right. The reason right, Alabama right. was like, I think I'll pass. Like, <laughs> right. And it's always to me like interesting which one, which guys go to like sort of middle of the road colleges and they just bloom like Mahomes or um, Dak Prescott, you know, or even Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, these guys, right. I mean, I didn't see Rodgers in college because that was so long ago, but it's like Cal, like not really a, you know, a, a powerhouse, Mississippi State, not really, Texas Tech, not really, right? Right. And you go, well, Texas Tech, they just air it out all the time. But um, the guy who was there, who he broke all the records when he was in college, it was like the same thing. And it's like, if you look at Mahomes, you go, how is he not the same guy all over again? Yeah. Um, What's his name? Brennan, Brennan or something. But yeah, I mean, I think it's it, it it's sort of I don't know. It's it's more than any other sport. I think it's a, such a crapshoot sometimes because you look at it a guy. Is. I think the jump from like complexity and difficulty, like, like yeah. I, I think just any NFL defense is so much more complex and like yeah, legitimate and and, and covered than than any college defense. That like it it really is just like a, all of a sudden like well fucking hope you figure it out. But you know what I mean? And that's why I kind of feel like you you should rely more on, like, game tape. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not right. saying, yeah. as I'm saying clearly, that the, the NFL is a, big, a bigger jump from college than, like, any other sport. Like, I still feel like there's something to be said about, like, 
being able to read Alabama's defense. You know what I mean? Versus mm. fucking, again, like Hawaii or Boise State being able to fucking read defenses in a right. spread offense against, like, fucking North Dakota State. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, like yeah. there's something to be said there and gained um, right. that I don't feel like, you know, people always look at. But Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even um, – have you heard the story? Well, I mean, well, yes. But then also, like, you know, sometimes maybe a guy just – it just clicks more in the in the NFL. Like, have you heard the story of uh, Brett Favre and the nickel defense? Oh, where, sure, where he was like, "What does that mean?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah." He asked that guy, "Yeah, yeah." He so Brett Favre, he was I think his second year as a starter. He had his backup, and they were in the meetings, and he just hears nickel defense, nickel defense. And so his backup was like a very intellectual guy, and he goes, "Hey, man, like you know, I keep hearing about this nickel defense. Like, what does it mean?" And he goes, "Oh, it's you know when they take out a linebacker and they put in a defensive back." And Brett Favre goes, that's it? And he goes, yeah, that's it. And he goes, who gives a shit? You know, like, <laughs> he's like, I didn't care. It didn't matter to me. Like, you know, sometimes it was better that they, for the defense that they, or better for me because sometimes, or it was sometimes it was worse for me that they took him out because the guy who was the corner sometimes was a better tackler than the linebacker. Right. right. So, um, I, I, you know, who knows? But sometimes. then again, I mean, I think Favre think- is kind of like also like, like a relic? I, not, I don't know. Like, I mean, Favre was great, but he also, again, like, threw more interceptions than anybody else. <laughs> like, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't um, I think, realistically, I don't know how much that is, is a viable option. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's not a whole lot of those that you're going to – you're chasing something even more rare than, like, a solid quarterback at that point. You know what I mean? Like, see, it's, like, it fucking – it's a Jameis Winston that worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, um, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you just have to be, like, smart dumb, if that makes any sense. Right. You, know? you have to be, like, Ben Roethlisberger. Like, the guy who like, he looks like a fucking idiot, but he's probably like, oh, I hit through an interception. Oh, well. Like, right? You can't be too smart, but you can't be too dumb. But then you also have to be, like, athletic, but you can't be, like, too athletic, because Eli Manning clearly made it, right? <laughs> right? So, and you have to be, like, have a rocket arm, um, but then Chad Pennington also did well, right? And he wasn't that great, right? But and you would but, never think you could win a Super Bowl with Chad Pennington. No, but you know he he was he was like um who was the guy Jeff Garcia, right? Like a guy who just gets the job done, right? So like you know like it just sometimes it really just it feel like it's like it's like people, right? Like sometimes you you know it's nature versus nurture. Sometimes you get drafted by a team that has everything set up really well where the culture is what what you need to grow like the Steelers or right. even the Seahawks or sometimes you get thrown to the Wolves like getting drafted by the Texans or I don't know what's another shit team, the Raiders. <laughs> right. I wonder hmm. Somebody should let me know if there's ever been a quarterback that's been drafted into just an absolutely shit team and still turned out all right. I don't know what the answer to that is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm thinking. Cam with the Panthers. <laughs> yes, actually, dude. Right, but I that's a that's testament it. to how much of a fucking god he was. <laughs> I literally think that that's probably one where he was just drafted and he just dragged that shit corpse of a team <laughs> to prominence into you know one really great year. So yeah, well, and also that's the be, the peak was like right Deshaun Watson maybe. But that team has not done well. And he was like, get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) He was like, I do not want to be here one fucking bit. (laughs) 
and that was going to say Russell Wilson, but you know, that defense was already going to be in place. So right. Right. He, he did... just managed to steer them the rest of the way. Right. Exactly. I'm trying to think, I mean, maybe Josh Allen might turn into that. Cause the bills yeah. were okay. terrible when yeah. he showed up. I think you're right. Yeah. I could see that. But the, I've always heard McDermott is a great coach and that they should have kept him in Carolina instead of Rivera. So, okay. Yeah. I can see that. I never, but I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it might be the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, real quick, why is? Because didn't the the Giants hire Rivera, right? No, uh, uh, the, the Redskins. Washington Redskins, yeah. and then the Giants hired fucking. Uh, Jason I don't know Garrett. who their coaches. Yes, yes, for as offensive coordinator, yeah, yeah. and like every time something like that happens, I'm just like, why even? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every time you see those guys, you like like um who is the defensive coordinator that for the Cowboys this past year, Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan Nolan has been in the league for forever. He coached terrible 49ers teams in the mid two thousands. I I don't get why they don't give these like new guys more chances. Like I know Kellen Moore's not great, but Kellen Moore's been pretty good. Um, Josh, no, um, Sean Mc, Sean McVay, um, even the guy up in New England, uh, Matt Lafleur, right? I think. No, that's uh. Oh, no, Green Bay, yeah. yeah, two back-to-back NFC championships, right? Like, pick something new. It might not work out, like Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona, but it could be great, like McVay or Lafleur. And also, I don't think right? the Cliff Kingsbury thing's going awful. Yeah, like he could definitely well, be worse, right? But it could also be a lot better considering who they have, right? Considering they have Murray second year and what's his name, um, the wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, yeah, that's uh, okay. That's that's uh, their defense is fucking awful, right? Right. I don't yeah. know. I, again, it's not saying a whole lot, but I can't name one player on their fucking defense. So, <laughs> <laughs> but this is, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's good that that you know, you if you're that guy, I think knowing that you're an offensive guy and that the defense is the reason that you're ass, that that kind of like inherently buys you like an extra year because yeah you're like, like uh, well let's change defensive coordinators it's not my fault yeah like <laughs> it's not it's not me i'm the offensive guy here man whereas if if it was the shitty defense and the offense was sputtering you're like well i'm out of here next <laughs> tuesday i'll see you guys yeah you always know it's a problem whenever the coach takes over play calling right like you're, yes like he's yeah, like that was oh, well, i gotta fucking I, I guess i'm gonna be the offensive coordinator now too it's like yeah. you're really fucking grasping that you could turn this thing around like, like the <laughs> horrific mess matt nagy and the bears he's like, I'm oh. taking it. Now I'm not. Uh, but we'll go. We'll see what happens next Sunday. And then they kept him for another year. And it's just like. Oh, right. And Christ. even like Jason Garrett's last year, they were like, uh, well, Kellen Moore's calling the plays. But like some people think that Jason Garrett is. And, like, yeah. It's like, pretty evident is- because they literally changed everything that they were doing after three games. And yeah, I just, it, it doesn't make any sense. But like also, and then you just see like some of the same names like just jumping around a bunch, and you're like, "Why are you doing yes. this? Like, there has to yes. be another option, right?" <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, like Lovey Smith. I mean, I know Lovey Smith is great, but you always see like <coughs> like him and and stuff. But sometimes it makes sense, like Wade Phillips. Like literally, Wade Phillips. Anywhere he would go, the defense would automatically improve, and they would kick his ass out, or he would leave. Right. Right. Yeah. That, like, that's like, fair. Cowboys but then, like, the defense. Then you get fucking like uh, what's his name? Uh, the Rams, the scandal guy. The, the, the bounty gate guy. Greg Williams? Oh, uh, Greg Williams. Yes, yes. And they're yes. like, why are people still hiring Greg Williams? <laughs> right. Dude, I think after New Orleans, he literally had like three jobs. He was with the Jets, with the Browns, and then I think with another team. And you're like, he's like, yes, he might make your defense a little better, but it's not worth it. Same thing with the Ryan brothers, right? Like, 
the Rob Ryan and what's his name? Uh, Rex Ryan. Like Rex Ryan had one good year with the Ravens in 2008 and that gave him the Jets job, which had two good seasons. But, but I, then I every say, other Rob like Ryan he, team has been ass. Yeah. Bob Ryan has done terrible. I do think Rex Ryan, to his defense, did massively overachieve with what he had in the Jets. With the Jets? Yeah. Like, yes, the two AFC championships back to back. With fucking Mark, Mark Sanchez, Sanchez, bro. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I think, you know, I think... Maybe he two... deserved it. I don't know so much about Rob, but maybe Rex deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have a, 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 a collapse on those Jets teams, because those Jets teams were very good. Yeah, and then he fucking ran into his own offensive lineman's ass. Oh, yeah, Boy. that was... Yo, he... That's literally, like, like it was... God, I always, like, say, like, one of the most, like, interesting, like, I guess, collapse of, like, an actual, like, athlete, right, mm-hmm. is I remember DeLome threw, like, five picks against the Cardinals in a playoff game. Yeah, in 2008, yeah, they were 12-4, and four, and, and that was the year that um, D'Angelo Williams and the other guy, Jonathan Stewart, were, like, tearing up the league, Yeah, and the Cardinals were coming in, and the, the, the Panthers, I think, were the one or two seed, and you're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome, and then he just... He threw five picks and never recovered, bro, every time he went out there, like, every game. Like, literally, the very next season, he was just like, I, I can't do it. Like, like, it. like, you can see the fear on his face. And I yeah, was like, that's Yo. the ultimate yips. <laughs> Which sucks because, like, I really liked Jake DeLone growing up. Like, he was like, he was like, I felt like a guy who just, like, go out there. Like, Kurt Warner a lot. Like, you just put him out there, dude, he'll fucking sling it. And he, it, like, Tony Romo. He, I think he reminded me a lot of Romo. Where, you know, you put him out there and he won't be the great, the best. He won't be the most athletic. But, dude, he'll fucking scramble and get you, like, 300 yards and two touchdowns and a pick, right? Right. It's just, like, he, fuck, and I think that's what happened to Sanchez, right? Like, like Sanchez, like, fucking ran into someone, fumbled it, and fell over, and he mm. was like, I look like a fool. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. never recovered. And then it's just never, yep. I mean, I don't know how great he was before that, but it definitely got worse. <laughs> yes, it was, I mean, he wasn't great, but then after that, he definitely wasn't good. Right, like, Charles Barkley was never a PGA golfer, but then he started fucking, like, having that awful hitch you're like well now he's terrible i feel like that's yeah. what mark sanchez thing was like he was never like your super bowl quarterback but like after that happened you're like holy shit like now we just need to get out of this it's like that guy i don't know if you remember the guy who played for the magic in the 90s and he missed free throws against the rockets do you remember that and the I... magic would have won like game one of the finals in i think 94 or 95 and he missed he never missed free throws and then he missed two, and then he was never the same. He just, like... Oh, no. I, I don't know about this. That. I think his name is, like, something like Kyle Anderson, I think, or... Yeah. That might be right. Um, Yeah, that could be. Uh, Also, I mean, it's completely unrelated, but you brought up the Orlando Magic, and, like, one of my favorite um things I've ever seen from an Orlando Magic player. I'm pretty sure he's an Orlando Magic player. Oh, yeah. Uh, was Daryl Armstrong in the dunk contest? Do you know what I'm talking about? God, let, let me, me hold on. Let me see if I can find this, bro. It's one of my favorite. Oh God, I'm pretty sure it's Daryl Armstrong. I, I swear to God, there's a video where he goes for this dunk. I guess he just like bails on it the last second. And he just does like a just reverse layup in the dunk contest, and I was like, "That's like the worst." <laughs> Wait, I think this might be it. All right, I think it's ninety six. It looks super grainy. Oh yeah, bro. I mean, it... There it is. Ah, all right. So, how long is your video? Is it two minutes and thirty five seconds? Oh no, it's it was uh twenty four seconds. It must have been something else. All right, so two minutes and twenty seven. 
uh, if you look up Daryl Armstrong duck contest, there should be one that's two minutes and thirty five seconds. Uh, um, oh, I see it here. Yeah, yeah. by Ryan Van Dusen, whoever. Well, like that's yeah. the guy that posted. It. Skip like so. If you kind of skip ahead ten seconds at a time, right? You can see the timer going down, and he keeps missing all these dunks. Mm-hmm. If you go to one minute and forty five seconds, maybe a little before that, you'll see it. It kills me. Because he's been th- trying all oh, these yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> he's like running full speed, and then he goes up, and then he's he's not gonna make it. And he just puts <laughs> he a layup. Just fucking layup, bro. Yeah. Did a layup and a dunk. Like, <laughs> at what point would you not just also that had no chance of ever being a dunk? Like, if you if you watch it, like he doesn't even remotely even try and take a right angle, like. That last attempt was never going to be anything other than a layup. Like, yeah, why so, would you not just fucking, like, just, like, I don't know, just do a regular one in a dunk. Like, just fucking, like, yeah, like just a take fast off from break. somewhere and then just yam it. Yeah. Yeah, just like a fast break one in the actual game where you jump from, like, I don't know, the fucking restricted area and just dunk it. <laughs> why did you yeah. decide to just do this layup, bro? Yeah, somebody said he's like, maybe if he would have been running the full court every single time he tried, he would have been gassed. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. So this comment says this is the equivalent of laying down a bunt in the home run derby. Like, <laughs> it's excited about scoring, bro. Like, you, you don't have to put it up. Right, like, when it's out here just taking mid range jumpers in the dunk contest. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking Luke Mays out there just hitting his little flop shots. Oh, god. That's my, that's my favorite fucking uh, Orlando Magic memory. I mean, that and the fact that Hedo Turkoglu took steroids. That's so ridiculous, bro. <laughs> I mean, he looked like somebody who would take steroids. So. Right, but he didn't. That's the thing. <laughs> he looked like somebody who would make the decision to take steroids. He did not look like somebody that was on steroids. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's going to be the episode for this week. Um, if you want to catch the uh, catch me on Instagram or Twitter, I'm at TMoneyBags. And I'm at Evercaster92 on Instagram. And if you want to catch the podcast directly, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter or Different Animals Podcast at gmail.com. Um, as usual, uh, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. See you guys. Peace.